Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juice box. Oh boy. And often on this show, uh, we bring to you subject matter that we want to talk about, and we try to keep it as relative as we possibly can. But this week, we want to uh, kind of bring something to light that was, uh, I don't know, it became a news story in February, and it really involves uh, potentially all three of us, but our children as well. Sure. And uh, so in February... In February, the Boy Scouts of America filed for bankruptcy. And that is one of, like, I'm not sure about you guys. I didn't really, I haven't really thought about the Boy Scouts in a long time, you know? Sure. Full, like, full disclosure, I wasn't in Boy Scouts as a kid, so I had friends that were, but... And I have a kid that is currently going through Scouts, the Scouts program. He's 10 and he's in... Uh, he's in regular Boy Scouts at right. this point. Yeah, and I and I have a strong dislike for the Scouts. Okay, so <laughs> this is going to be an interesting show today. Yeah. So anyway, that's what kind of brought it up, to, or like I said, that's what brought it back into my mind is them filing for bankruptcy. I was like, man, that's crazy. How are they filing for bankruptcy? Pull, you know, you read further into the headline, it's like sexual abuse scandals that are like bankrupting him there yeah. there's so many that are piling on and piling on now that it's just it's like it's kind of like with the catholic church or right whatever, you know sure. it's like once they got the ball rolling so many more people got the courage to come forward and say things and it's a complete non-profit i mean obviously they're already not really making money or i'll get into that later kind of possibly smudging numbers to make it all even out but yeah. uh, in february when that news story broke there were th- already 300 Ooh. sex abuse lawsuits against the boy scouts and they figured that they're not going to win you know the majority of them so they might as well i guess fold up and that's file crazy for, file for bankruptcy because it's really like the i did the research it's really not a bad organization other than the abuse i mean it's a sure. it builds character in kids and I, I actually really like a lot of the things they got going on but that it's yeah. terrible. Well, yeah, I think that's kind of what we're going to get into here. We're going to dive into like some of the something more than just the scandal that's in the headline. Yeah. So we're going to uh, title this episode. I will do my best and we'll get into that here in a little bit. But what we want to do today is kind of give you an idea of whether, you know, if you have children coming up, whether you should put them in the scouts or let's think back and kind of reminisce on us as children and whether we went through the scout program or not. Juicebox has said that he he didn't. I did, and old boy? Yeah, well, I've, I think I've talked about it on here. I got kicked out pretty early. <laughs> yeah. It was very brief. You're such a rebel. Yeah, right, yeah. But what, I, what did you get kicked out for? Like, just not paying your dues or something? No, it was, uh, I got caught eating a brownie. <laughs> I, uh, uh, Is that a dad joke? It's a Girl Scout. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, you're continuing that persona now. Uh, you're We're inside re- and you're wearing glasses. I really like the title this week, you guys, because I'm doing my best just to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's it my shows. It, it shows. It definitely shows. Okay, so most people know what the Boy Scouts kind of is. You know, it's a, it's a big organization. It's got a lot of members. There's about 2.2 million members between the age of 5 and 21. And to go on top of that, there's about 800,000 volunteers. So that's parents, adults, you know, what, whatever people that are associated with it. Um, it was started in 1910 and uh, uh, like over 130 million 
people have like gone through the Boy Scout program too, sure. since that time. Um, Boy Scouts is just kind of the general term, but it's comprised of three to four different levels, depending on how you look at it. There's Cub Scouts, who is kindergarten through fifth grade. There's uh, just the general Boy Scouts, that's boys and girls, that's sixth through twelfth grade. Then there's something called Venturing or Sea Scouting, and that's for people that are like a little bit older. They're aged 14 through 20, and I guess they've got some of the They've got enough badges to progress to these more advanced scouts. And then beyond that, there's Eagle Scout, which we'll dive into a little bit more a little bit later. And real quick, but this it sounds completely different than when I was growing up. Like when I was growing up, there was nothing called a Sea Scout or a Venturer Scout. And it started in, if I'm not mistaken, Tiger Cubs and then a Cub Scout and then a Weeblo and then a Boy Scout and then an Eagle Scout was the direct line uh, okay. that I had to go through. Weeblow was what? We yeah, yes, correct. There's a I, I do not know what the term Weeblow means, but we were Weeblow scouts for about a year. It's an interim between Cub Scouts and actual Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like your driver's permit. Like, right, yeah. You're not you're not, not driving anymore, and you're not driving. You're kind of right there in the between. You right, know, you got to have your parents in the car. Different stages. Okay, so <laughs> Weeblo, then Eagle Scout? No, then Boy Scout, then Eagle oh, Scout. Oh, then Boy Scout. Okay, all right. So anyway, they've got also, you know, there's all these members and scouts. They've also got, uh, I think, like four really big camps throughout the United States that, you know, they have retreats at or whatever. So it's a, it's a huge organization. A lot of, like I said, the numbers show it. A lot of people go through it. You went through it as a kid. Mm-hmm. I did not. You're, you've got Asher going through it. So I, I don't know. Let's talk about the history of the uh, of the Boy Scouts a little bit more. Okay. Yep. So um, it the Boy Scouts was founded in 1908 in England by Lieutenant General Robert S. S. Baden Powell. Um, and that's I, a mouthful. No shit. And uh, I'm gonna try and talk about him as as little as possible he also he also wrote a book titled scouting for boys which is a very unfortunate title for a book <laughs> for an organization going through or you uh, write just, that before or after creating the scouts it was uh it was before he he had some testing scout like camps prior to creating the boy scouts so skip ahead over to 1910. The scouts had grown out of out of like England into other countries such as Sweden, Mexico, Argentina, Canada, Australia, if you believe in Australia, South Africa, and the United States. So the United States Boy Scouts, which we'll just call the BSA from now on, was started in 1910 here. And like like you said, originally it was for 11 and 15 year old boys, but it spread to younger groups. You know. Weeblows or whatever. Um, and it seems originally they they were just taking kids out in the, out in the woods. I don't want to say that, but they're teaching them to camp, teaching them to harvest their own things, skills. Yeah, uh, it's yeah survivalist skills it, basically. It, it promotes outdoor living. So this general Pat, I didn't want to bring him up again, but <laughs> that guy he he was uh he he had fought in the war. Um, he was very outdoorsy, and it's it's how to live as a scout. So camping is a huge you know part of it. Sure. In the United States, it was created by this guy named um, Boyce. I'll call him, I'm just going to call him Boyce. And he was a newspaper magnet, okay? So legend has it, which I spent way too much time on this legend. Legend has it, he was in London in the, you know, 1909, let's say. Okay. And it was a fog, he got lost in a foggy street in London. And this Boy Scout found him and (laughs) took him to his destination, wouldn't accept a tip and said it was his civic duty. 
and Boyce was like, WD Boyce was like, oh my gosh, this is this kid's amazing. Like, and, and Wait, the kid, and the kid he helped like, him find his way home in some fog in a town. In a town, he was yeah, because he's an American newspaper man. Well, okay? Bucky, this is pre-cell phone. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, you gotta keep reminding me that. Right, foggy this street. This sounds like London. the original Uber. Uh, <laughs> Boy Scout finds him, takes him to his destination, doesn't take a tip, and the WD Boyce is like, "This is astounding." What organization is this? And he gives him all the information. He goes to the organization, meets the general, comes back to America and starts his own. Okay. I read, I wrote a whole page about this fucking legend just to find out it's not true. (laughs) (laughs) The real story is some, he was in London, wasn't foggy. uh, A boy scout helped him across the street. Okay. And like, I I guess he was blown away. What was this guy? I don't know. I don't know. He's a newspaperman. So, that, that I guess sounds I just, like the more unbelievable story. <laughs> <laughs> He's a newspaper man. I'm going to bring him. Boyce plays a role in a lot of this story. So, uh, so anyway, he comes back to America and starts it up, and and he takes all the ideas. He he takes scouting for boys the book, and you know envelops that into their their bylaws and all that, the sure. oath and everything else. So that's 1910 is when it starts here. I, I went into a deep rabbit hole about the the newspaper guy because like Let's he, talk about that cuz it's not hard to go down a rabbit hole and I did the same thing. Well, so everybody's heard of uh, William Randolph Hearst who is also a newspaperman and he started his own scouts like to compete with this motherfucker man. really there yeah. was two scouts yeah and it lasted till 1918 dude there's tons of scouting groups so when it became a thing it was a big deal there's and and as the boy scouts got bigger and bigger and bigger they enveloped other scouting organizations so boys boyce tried to you know he, he's a newspaper dude he tried to incorporate a magazine and was like, use my printing press for the magazine. And the organization at the time was like, mm, no, we're good. So they used this other guy named Seton, and that's when they purchased A Boy's Life, I think, in 1918. But anyway, so Boyce is trying to make money off of it, basically, is what I what I got. You're very confusing because you're saying the name Boyce and Boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in 1915 is when they acquired Boy's Life. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry, 1913. And then W.D. Boyce forms is another Boy Scout league called the Lone Scouts of America, and he becomes Chief Totem. No shit. And it later gets enveloped in 1924 by the Boy Scouts. Um, I was talking earlier with Juicebox about how it's not supposed to be militaristic. They, they, they don't want it to be military-driven. Sure. But during World War One, Boy Scouts did play a role in the war, which is kind of kind of interesting. Like they ran like they ran errands and stuff like that um, domestically. They'd run messages, and um, there were coast watchers, and they were also uh, made to be alert for any men not reporting for duty, which I think is interesting. So they were a snitch. Yep. yep. <laughs> Sounds like right. it. Okay. So nationwide, the thing just grows, right? Um, in the 1930s, they had 1.4 million members, uh, which is impressive. In 1940s, Irvin Berlin, the famous composer, agreed to donate all proceeds from God Bless America. He wrote that. Uh, to the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. For all time? Yeah. He didn't take a dime off that song? He, no. Uh, after, I guess, at some point, he was like, hey, y'all y'all can have it. And um, oh, wow. the Weeblos, we were talking about them, They the rank was created in 1941. In the 1950s, you had a, a membership of 2.8 million, which is currently, it's bigger than what it is currently. Yep. 1953, you had the first Pinewood Derby. Hold on for a second. I want to... 
the Pinewood Derby to me is the most attractive thing to a kid to Boy Scouts. I think that is the sole like obviously you hear that, you know, to be a Boy Scout you get to learn how to do all these different knots. Like you can tie ten different knots, right? I don't see right. the point of that. Um, you need to you just expand need, your you mind. You just need one knot. Right? No, you need no, to tie something no. up. No. So, so the Pinewood Derby, those cars are iconic, and they're iconic to the Boy Scouts. And that is the one thing that I can tell you firsthand, myself, uh, Asher, every kid in Scouts, that's all they look forward to all year long. I, I can see that. I, I, I think I like the mark, marksmanship badge. I think I would like to go okay. for that. Well, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I just want to reiterate what Bucky's saying. Like, when I was a kid and the people that were in Boy Scouts would bring their Pinewood Derby car to school and you got to see how everybody, like, made their own, like, did it their own way, I was super jealous of that. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, in 1960s, it was they, they made a very strong stance prohibiting racial discrimination. And I'm not going to get into some of the other fiascos like they – like there was a religious movement that between Protestants and Catholics in the early 1900s that they I'm not going to get into, but the they they went out and said so. This is during the civil rights era, and they uh, they made a proclamation saying we you know boys are boys, we accept everybody. Um, of course, in the southeast though, you know where racial discrimination is at its height, um, mm-hmm. it, it's still you know group leaders would still discriminate, which is pretty sad. Um, 1970s, they rebranded to just Scoutings or just Scouting USA, uh, which was then abandoned in 1980. I'm sorry I even brought that up. <laughs> sorry I brought that up. I, there's a lot of that in here. You know, I bring something up and then I had to stretch. They tried. Uh, 1979, the headquarters moved to Irving, Texas. In the 1970s, you saw um, a, a removal on outdoor activities such as camping, cooking, nature, swimming, and life saving. Uh, all it was removed to become an Eagle Scout, which is I, I don't I, I don't know I don't get it. Those seem like what, the, the most essential, skills that you have to it, have. the essential shit, man. Maybe they're just saying that you should have learned this in Tiger Cubs or whatever, and now we're going to take it out of becoming an Eagle Scout. But well, and I think that that stuff is they put it back in there. I they feel did, like. yeah, okay. they they did, but they took it out and they they started like focusing on more like um uh like career oriented things like hey man you need to learn how to use a calculator and so i don't know it's very strange 70s were wild for scouts (laughs) change their name rebranding dropping swimming everything man um 1973 Catherine pollard was the first female scout master but not officially recognized till 88 1979 um with the, the emphasis on outdoors, uh, the organization saw a huge decline in membership, and a return to traditional scouting was advanced. 1980s, they got some new uniforms. 1982, Tiger Scouts. Uh, I love Tigers. The ni- 1994, David Hahn. This is, I like this. David Hahn, uh, who was a member, got all sciency for his merit badge in Atomic Energy, which I did not know was a badge by collecting every type of item on the periodic table. But he created a breeder reactor, which I don't know what it is, but it's capable of emitting radioactive energy that drew the attention of the FBI where he earned uh, his fugitive merit badge. And he learned all that in Boy Scouts. Yep. That that no no. First of all, a fugitive merit merit badge cannot exist. It went way that went over your head for okay. a second. Yeah, and also he did not learn that in Boy Scouts. I forgot about that guy before. Oh, okay, he did, he did not learn that in Boy Scouts. He like learned it on his own, and and it and, was crazy because what we, he was doing was um, if it's the same story, he was scraping like paint off of 
the glow-in-the-dark paint off of old alarm clocks because there was some sort of like tiny bit of radioactive material yeah. in that, and he co- collected enough of that to like create some kind of nuclear reaction, basically. It was given off a radioactive signal that the FBI was able to pick up on, which is wow. yeah, hilarious. I mean, it was scary, I guess. Uh, 2001, you had some more uniform changes. 2004, bonded with soccer program to reach Latino and Hispanic youth. 2013, vote to lift ban on openly gay members. Um, but master scout master still could not be member, uh, be a part of the team. 2014 first openly gay Eagle scout 2015 removed ban on gay adults, except yes. religiously sponsored groups. I guess they, they still had the right to discriminate 2017 girls allowed in <laughs> Cub still Scouts. Have the right to discriminate. It's <laughs> a funny way to word that 2018 programs introduced to older girls for for older girls 2019 girls can become eagle scouts now 2020 organization files for chapter 11 under growing accusations of child sexual abuse that's quite a history uh yeah. that's a hundred that's a hundred years in a nutshell right there. i gave you two pages out of all out of, of eight you have written down uh let me ask you this when did so and i want to briefly touch on this when did the girl scouts come about that wasn't in that history. Oh, you didn't do that research. I th- the the text said research Boy Scouts. <laughs> uh, they were actually started in 1912. It looks like. Oh, okay, so they they're fine. Okay, Two the, years. okay. Uh, forgive me. This is a Boy Scout podcast. That's right. Although, real quick on the Girl Scouts, um, there's 1.7 million members. All 40 women that have gone to space were a Girl Scout. And no kidding. They literally claim. That one in two business women were Girl Scouts. I'm getting my daughter in. I'm gonna yeah. do it. <laughs> that is one, on their website. One in two business women. Correct. What, what I, I was. I was just like, all right, maybe we should do a Girl Scout podcast. <laughs> What's a, what exactly is a business woman? That is yeah. the most general term ever. No, I was about to say. Think of the bathroom people. There's a man and there's a woman or whatever. It's like those type of stick people, but one is dressed like a regular girl. I, that's not even a thing, and then one is wearing a suit. Um, so that's what a businesswoman is. Okay. It's someone who wears a suit. That's what I determined from that. So, I mean, that's uh, that was a great history of the Boy Scouts. Uh, I want to jump into some... Uh, I, actually, before we go any further, there is something that is deeply rooted into the Boy Scouts. And I had to do it. Asher had to do it. You think of it as a kid holding up three fingers, if I'm oh, not yeah. mistaken. The and the, they talk about the Boy Scouts Oath, which was written a very long time ago. And I think that you can almost pick up on that. So what I want to do is I want to read uh, the oath, which also contains the title of our episode today. Will you do it in like a, a drill sergeant voice? <laughs> <laughs> on my honor. <laughs> I, no, I can't do that. So the oath reads, on my honor, I will do my best to do my duty to God and my country and to obey the scout law to help other people at all times to keep myself physically strong, mentally awake, and morally straight. Um, To me, that sounds like what they, like when you see those movies where people getting off the boat and they're just handing them... uh, Duffel bags? No, (laughs) I was going to say rifles Rifles. to fight in the Uh, war. It sounds like that is exactly what they had to recite, and then they got a a rifle, and then they went off to the war. I gotcha. Um, When you see that. uh, I, I have an issue kind of with this oath. Um, okay. and specifically the title of our episode and the first line, let's bypass on my honor, but I will do my best to do my you know, dot, dot, dot. 
I will do my best. I honestly hate that. Um, and I know that, you know, not everybody is equal. And this is going to go back to this is opinionated Bucky here, but everybody is a different person, right? Not everybody can do something. But if you're a scout, I think it should read, I will do. I will do my duty. I, not, I will do my best to do my duty. Like, that is that is teaching kids at a young age that it's okay to be I see, what you, I see what you're saying. Okay, so you're you're kind of Yoda right now. You're saying do or do not. There is no try. See, I, that's exactly it. That is not the way I interpreted that at all. I the will, way I interpret it is you're doing your best at all times. Yeah. Like at all times, no matter what you're doing, you're doing your best. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. I'm gonna okay. give, I'm gonna give it good, my all. It might not be better than JoJo over here, but I'm gonna do my best. Yeah. Exactly. So I will do everything I can. Yes. I might not be the fastest or the strongest person, but I'm going to put forth all the muscles I have, or I'm going to move as quick as I can, or yeah. you know, that I'm gonna be, might not be the best example. But I'm going to be I'm the saying. fastest I can be. Okay, yeah. that I mean, I, you guys have somewhat changed my mind, which rarely happens on this podcast uh, when we talk through things. So <laughs> okay. uh, I want to talk about some statistics of the Boy Scouts because I found like Old Boy did. You can go down a rabbit hole in some things, and I um, caught myself reading like because uh, it's a public five hundred one. 3C nonprofit, you can read their annual reports. And right. I caught myself reading the 2017 annual report. And this thing is like 60 pages long. Sure. Um, it has all their financials, all kinds of things. And because that's where I started to look into it. And I don't want to dive too far, but the fact that I think they were putting some things in some different areas to offset being a nonprofit. And sure. it's not, they're not paying like the guy who runs it, you know, an, a great amount of money. Right. It's just um, what they allocate their money to. And again, I don't want to get into it, but I'm sure m- most of you want to hear about a couple of different things. For instance, what is, what state has the most Boy Scouts? Mm, Texas. Texas. Or, okay. So y'all are going by population. What state per capita is the Boy Scouts most popular in? Let's say that. Uh, Indiana? It's not. Oregon? It is not. It is Utah. Um, oh, man. That makes which sense. Which kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, per okay, capita, yeah. obviously, uh, I think Texas and California are the biggest. They're the largest states. They have the most population. But that's why I went by per capita as popularity. Like how many kids in per state are in the Boy Scouts? Uh, number one was Utah, two California, three Texas. So those fall in line. Four Pennsylvania. If you guys want to know where Tennessee and Kentucky rank, Tennessee's twenty third and Kentucky is thirty third. So now I get to ask, who is what state is the Boy Scouts the most least popular in? The most least? New York, Delaware. Ho- ho- I'm I'm going close. Hawaii. No, Juice Box is cl- Hawaii. No, Juice Box is close. It is the great state of Vermont. Um, Apparently does not like the Boy Scouts or doesn't preach it to uh, their kids. I know we're going to get into Eagle Scouts, uh, but before we do that, because there is a requirement to become an Eagle Scout, which I'm sure most of you know uh, what that is, but uh, there are 135 different merit badges that you can obtain in Boy Scouts. Now, I will do my best. Okay. You don't have to get, you you can have three. You don't have to get 135, but there are 135 different skills uh, to be learned in the Boy Scouts. Damn. Yeah. And I want to read off some of the most odd skills that that reside in the Boy Scouts. All right, I like this. Some of these have been removed, but they at one point... (laughs) 
were a skill that you could learn as a Boy Scout. Okay. I'm going to start with book binding. Um, huh. Learning how to bind an actual book together. Okay. Uh, skiing was a was one at one point. It has now been removed. Stalking. It, it's funny. I was going to ask if like hiding or evading your scoutmaster was one of them. It's not. But stalking was removed uh, a couple of years ago because they didn't like the terminology. Well, and it sure. means going out in the woods and stalking prey. Right. You know, tracking. Hunt, they should just hunting. call it. They should call it tracking. Yeah. Uh, nut culture. Again. <laughs> Real. Learning the culture of nuts. Um, not good. And then, uh, old boy touched on this earlier in regards to some of the changes, but this one has recently been removed as well. Consumer buying. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is that even? I don't consume. I'm I'm assuming it's learning how to shop at a store. Uh, I don't know. Getting the best deal. Learn how to, you get a badge. Yeah, there you go. Getting the best deal. That's it. Never paying full price. Yep. Um, and then. In regards to percentages, uh, like Juicebox touched on earlier, there's about 2.2 million members of the Boy Scouts. Uh, the age range significantly drops off when they do these uh, when they couple them together. So if you're uh, if you have a boy or girl ages six through ten, there's 1.2 million Scouts uh, currently in the uh, you know in the program. Uh, from 11 years old to 17, it drops down to about 800,000. So that's not really that far down. Yeah. You're saying you're still making it 11, 12. But that whole coupling, 11 through 17, uh, I'd say 90% of those numbers are 11, 12, and 13 years old. Right. And then when you get to 14, so they even uh, kind of backed into it, 14 to 20, there's only 87,000 members, uh, again, residing in the younger ages because the older ones are the Eagle Scouts. Um, which only 6% of kids actually make it to Eagle Scout out of the entire program. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you're in that 14 to 20 range, too, you're in that, you're getting into that elite scouting thing anyway. So, right. I mean, a lot of people just don't, that's, from what I've read, there's a lot of time and dedication that goes into that if you're going stick to stick with it at that point. So, I think people just like, you know, they've got other stuff going on when you're in high school. You've got a, you want to girls. play sports or girls or you my know, uncle is an Eagle Scout, so apparently he didn't want to do any of those things. Um, before we dive into Eagle Scouts, which I want to do uh, kind of briefly, I want to say, according to these statistics, ninety nine thousand individual businesses, organizations, uh, or otherwise support the Scouts. Cool. Ninety nine thousand businesses. That cool. is a ton that donate you know, money to the scouts. Normally you see a big event and you see a couple of, you know, I don't know, logos of businesses and like, here's, right. here's who, you know, supported us. Mm -hmm. How do you get 99,000 on anything? I mean, that's, it, and that's they impressive. don't really promote that either. Right. That's, a, that's very impressive. And, and, and I want to kind of emphasize that I am, I'm pro boy scout. I know I've been joking around, but I think it's great. Gets kids outdoors, teaches them skills. They, so they can go shop for a TV. <laughs> Apparently. It's Stalk. great. Some, I, I want to say something real quick on the oath. Something I read was that since Taft, since President Taft, um, he was the first honorary president of the Boy Scouts, and every president since then has become a, an honorary member. I wonder if they have to take the oath. That's uh, current president, too. They, they do or they did at one point. And I'm going to have something pretty interesting here in a second. But uh, Eagle Scout, we all know, is the top level that you can achieve. Did either of you see what the requirements were to be an Eagle Scout? Um, yeah, I, I looked into it a little bit because that's one of the things I want to talk about. And maybe we can segue into it, like some of the 
old boy kind of touched on it there too. Like there is a lot of good things about the scouts. Like it sucks that it's become tainted, but yeah. And it's possibly not going to be around in the future if it's going bankrupt. But I was looking at some of the requirements for Eagle Eagle Scout. Like you said, only 6% of people that join Scouts eventually make it to Eagle Scout. Yeah. So there's 21, there's a, you have to have 21 of these merit badges, which are like some of the more difficult badges to get. We kind of touched on some of the lighter ones there a little bit, but these are more like, I guess, long-term goal type badges, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I just want to go through a couple of these. Like one of them is first aid that obvious, you know, there's one that's called citizenship in the community and that's, uh, understanding how to participate in local government and make changes in, you know, in the, in your community or whatever. There's citizenship of the nation badge, which is helping defend others and defending the country, like defending the rights of others is what, how they, how they say it. So fighting for people's rights. My God and my country. Yeah. There's citizenship of the world. This badge is awarded for being open-minded and seeing past differences to understand how others in our world live, despite our differences. I should wow, get that badge. Wow, that, that sounds like the slogan for racism. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you get you get an award for being open-minded instead of just, Correct. this is how you live. You need an award for it. Yeah, everybody should just live like that. But I, I don't know. I feel like that's, you know, even if it is worded weird, it, it's a good skill every everybody yeah. should be doing that sure um there's a personal fitness one and that is like you have to go complete like a 12 week course of like physical fitness so basically like you're almost like a boot camp type thing there's one personal management which is all about making a plan for your life and setting long-term and short-term goals and stuff like that so i mean if you learn to do that when you're like no wonder 16 I so 17 early. i mean you're gonna have a step up in life um, but then they have also like these, that that was just a couple of badges, but then they also have to like do some major project, uh, Eagle service project, which can be like different kind of construction projects or like setting up, organizing events for like a charity or anything like, you know, just building houses for poor people. Yeah. Just any, anything like that. Like, um, one of the things on the list was. Clearing and mulching a mile-long trail at a local wilderness area or regional park. Yeah. What? A mile long. Just go ahead and clear out a mile-long trail and, I just and cl- mulch that shit. I just cleared out a trail in the back of my woods, and it's probably not even close to a football field long. And you're talking about clear. That took four days. So Damn. I can't imagine how long clearing out a mile-long trail would take. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> right. We'll see you in August. I'm so tired that, just thinking about yeah. that. Another one was uh, painting a giant U.S. map on a school playground. It's like, yeah, I'll do that one. Well, yeah, that's easy. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It might not look like the United States, but I'll do it. I, uh, I would enact the, uh, what is it, the Tom, Tom Sawyer uh, approach yeah, there. Oh, like, yeah. How much fun is it painting this United States map? Hey, you kids, want to help me? <laughs> is is knife fighting in there? Uh, it was not listed in what I saw, so I don't Should know. That, that may be an underground boy. That's um. That was in those other Boy Scouts, whatever that was. The the Lone Scouts? The Lone Scouts. So anyway, people that attain the uh, Eagle Scout rank, like they are, they have like a step up in life, basically, it seems like. Like college admiss- admissions uh, look highly on if you have an Eagle Scout, if you're an Eagle Scout. If you join the military, every branch of the military allows Eagle Scouts to enter at a higher rank and pay grade than people who aren't Eagle Scout. I mean, because when you think about it, they have invested in one focus for such a long yeah. time. So colleges are like, hell yeah, bring them on. They're not going to drop they out show, after a semester. Exactly. It shows incredible discipline. Yeah. So, yeah, and dedication yeah. to whatever it is that you're 
yeah whatever yeah. you're working on and then a lot of like um employment recruiters look for eagle scout like sure. that's a that's one thing that they look highly on i mean old boy says it correctly like discipline is a big part of the boy scouts it's learning mm-hmm. skills in life and i like to i say it all the time with my family or friends i say uh it's uh, common sense skills or just, you know, I, there's a word for it. Uh, it's not necessarily, you know, smart, like book smart, but, you know, I have common sense. And I think the Boy Scouts kind of teaches just a bunch of common sense things. How to change the uh, string on a weed eater or, you know, just, tech, just how to, yeah, how to navigate a foggy London street. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> yeah. um, or not. Or not. But then you hear when you get into the Boy Scouts, because I was in it, and I think that it was beneficial. I don't remember very much of it. I remember camping a couple of times. Uh, I remember, you know, making some things. I remember wanting to, you know, uh, collect as many badges as I could sure. because my mom kept my scout uniform just pressed, right? So if there's empty spots, it would just get on my nerves. <laughs> so I would, I would seek out the easiest and shortest term badges to uh, get just to put them on there. Sure. It was kind of like at, uh, what, Pokemon. at, at Tchotchkes, like getting all your little pins uh, on your, yeah. Um, that's an office. I, I was referencing the collect them all. Okay. Just check it. Um, but it does provide you know when you're in the boy scouts and you say man this this guy made it to eagle scout or that guy that walked in the room is an eagle scout there was like nothing but respect it was like some somebody that you know walks in the room and you just can't talk because that you know that they've done so much more than you and um it's just a silence comes over it so that you said six percent or i said six percent of kids make eagle scouts but the requirements are only 22 of 135 badges which now I'm kind of questioning that. Like, how long does it take to get those badges? Because you just need 22 of them. There's 135. Now, I didn't know there were specific ones. I thought you could just get 22 badges. So initially, no. I thought this is way too easy. No, no. So you were probably and that, close. And that's a minimum of, like, those are the specific things. And like I said, like, the personal fitness one, that's a 12-week, like, commitment yeah, yeah you know, that's like a 12-week boot camp that you have to put yourself through. So, I mean. And clearing out a mile in, a, in the <laughs> woods, I mean, that's, that's probably a year. We're not necessarily here to say you should put your kid in Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts or, you know, this is what we did. We just wanted to kind of talk about it because a lot of people, I I think, are blind to the fact. Like I said earlier, people think the boxcar derby um, and all of that. Like some people see that and say, oh, that's just that is Boy Scouts. And some people say, see the uniform. Some people, the whole knot tying thing. Um but they don't see what actually goes into it. And it's gotten a bad light with all of these lawsuits. Sure. Um, but, you know, I, I remember it was – it's also great for parents because it's something you can drop them off at um, or yeah. volunteer if you want to do that to be right. a, a scout master or, you know, a scout leader. Um, but you can drop them off. They have a great time with their friends. They learn skills along the way. It's, you know, it's just a club to put them in. Mm-hmm. And I have no – qualms with those clubs at all sure um because asher you know he loved doing it he loved going on the camping trips they go caving they do you know all kinds of outdoor activities but they also learn together as well will you put 
uh, Levon and Scouts also? I don't know. And that's a question that I do ask myself. Asher has enjoyed it. It's kind of fallen off. Uh, he's now 10, and he's starting to fall off. He's been in it since kindergarten. Now he's about to be in the fifth grade, right? So he's all kindergarten through fourth grade in Boy Scouts. Now he attends every once in a while. If we can't somehow take him to Scouts because we're busy or something else is going on, he doesn't mind. Right. He doesn't wear his Scout uniform to school on days that you can right. anymore. So he's just um, not really into it is what it sounds like. I I think yeah. he's starting to get out of it, but he still enjoys it. And he enjoys, like we said, the boxcar Pinewood Derby. Um, right, right. So we do that every year. Now, in regards to your question, if Levon is into sports, no. I think uh, if he wants to play sports, I mean, obviously you can't play sports at kindergarten, but you can play soccer and stuff. Mm-hmm. I might put him in there initially, uh, but I have a feeling he will get old with it fast. Um, I don't think I made it past Weeblow. So... Which is what? How old? I can't remember what, uh, what that designation. I'm gonna was. say Ash. Back then, it was like Asher's age, so okay. nine, eight, nine years old, seven, eight, nine years old. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was a great organization to start kids in because it sure. teaches them skills at an earlier age than they would learn them from you because you don't have that much time to teach them, right? I'm, I work all the time, as do both of you. Mm-hmm. I can't go out in the yard. Well recently i could but um i can't go out in the yard and teach him how to shoot an arrow because i just don't have time bring allotted him, for that bring him to my house <laughs> I, I, we know I, I have targets out back well that's yeah. the thing too like i mean there's just some of those skills like sure i've been camping before but i don't really have great camping skills or anything sure. you know i don't have any type of survivalist skills i've said it a million times if like walking dead or something happens like i'm just gonna go ahead and become a zombie because fuck it right i'm yeah, running I'm towards trying to yeah, survive like that like and, and now it's a choice it's, it's actually a choice to survive now that i think about it because camping for me today is like i i use the resources that i have and i'm no longer have the need to put rock and flint together to create a fire right because i can carry a lighter which is lighter than rock and flint (laughs) in your pack which makes more sense that's brilliant what you (laughs) what you just did right there Uh, i have a feeling you're just super annoyed with me no not at all actually i'm really enjoying this it's the demeanor on your face well okay so I, I'm kind of torn also, like, I don't I don't know, you know, I'm not going to try to push our kid into sports. If he's interested in that, whatever, that's fine and cool. If he has an interest in Boy Scouts, I would be open to it. Like, I wasn't a Boy Scout when I was a kid, but one of my best friends growing up was a Boy Scout. And I remember being, like, so envious of some of the stuff that they got to do. And I got to go, like, on a couple of, like, random camping and caving trips where they were allowed to like, bring a friend. And I had a blast, you know? And, like, there is a negative there is a negative aspect of it but i didn't see that i don't think that was like that's not going on in every single yeah group group, you know what i'm saying like there's some bad apples and it's unfortunate if they're going to spoil this whole thing because like it's like you said it's teaching kids like how to be responsible how to like learn camping skills or some you know basic survival skills or just like thinking about making a checklist of all the stuff you're going to need if you're going camping and you know i think it does a that it does a great service to, for a lot of kids. Absolutely. So I, I guess I would just have, I'm not going to force my kid into it, but if he ever like voices and desire to be a scout, I'll definitely look into it. Was there, was there a specific reason that you weren't in boy scouts? Well, I asked my mom about that cause she never wanted us to join scouts for some reason. I wasn't really sure why. And I've talked about it before on this podcast, but uh, you know, we, we were Jehovah's witness growing up. So I just assumed that it was some kind of religious thing thing or something because gotcha. because some boy scouts groups were affiliated with like you know funded, other religions or whatever funded by churches yeah so i called her up when we were talking about this 
idea. And I was like, you know, why weren't we allowed in scouts? Was it something to do with religion? And she was like, well, that was kind of part of it. But I had just heard a lot of stories about them like oh. touching kids. I was like, oh, And you're snap. talking, this is like, yeah, like that was 70s, in the 80s. early 80s. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not that old. It was okay. in the, <laughs> Sorry. By the time I've been in Scouts, it was like in the you know mid-80s. Sure. Damn. Oh, man, there were stories breaking back then. And us as kids, we didn't know about that. We just saw the fun part of it. And we just begged our parents to be sure. in it. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, and it, I mean... I don't know. I guess I don't know if she was just being overly paranoid or if she knew a specific story or, you know, something. But she, that was one of the big things that why she didn't let us go into it. And that's great. You know, I mean, she was pr- trying to protect us. Yeah. Maybe uh, John Stossel would uncovered a 2020 segment and it, she watched that one night. It was about that time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, I'm I, I'm probably going to put Sam in the Girl Scouts. I, see, I'm the opposite. I'm going to force her to do a lot of stuff. For those cookies, son. Like no, that's like the worst part. Is like I, cookies, how right? many boxes can I put you down for? Yeah. So, but no, I'm 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 the opposite. I'm actually going to force her to do a lot of different things and subject her to a lot of different experiences because she doesn't know what she's going to like or not. So I, that's I a have really to, good point. Yeah, I have to force her to do it because you know I signed her up for softball. And she's like, I don't, I hate softball. I'm like you don't even know what softball is, man. Mm. And as <laughs> soon as I got her there, she's like, I love softball. I was like, Oh yeah, yep. I was like, Yeah, you do. So. I, I'm I'm probably gonna enlist her in a lot of different things. So this is this is going to be one of them. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we really hope you've enjoyed uh, another episode of Raising Nashville. We had fun kind of diving into the scouts. It's, it's been a long time, and and like we said earlier, it's a rabbit hole that you can go down. Um, we just you know you know what is best for your child, and we just wanted to introduce it because it's kind of. I don't know. It's come up again, and not a lot of people over the years has, have even wanted to look into it. Um, but it, it, there's a lot of interesting things there, and I think it's a, a great program. As always, and we ask this every week, wherever you are listening to us, uh, whether that be Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or Podbean or any of the places out there, uh, feel free to click on our little logo there. And leave us a comment, like us, rate us. Love us. We always say, tell your friends. Tell your mama and them. And tell your mama and them. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children. Have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear. Follow me, boys, follow me. When you think you're really beat, that's the time to lift your feet and follow me. There's a job to do, there's a fight to win. Follow me, boys, follow me. And it won't be done till we all fit chin. Lift your chin with a grin and follow me. 